Welcome to today's episode of Tune In To Yourself. This is your host, Dr. Beverly Foster Hines, Executive and Business Coach. In these interviews, we share information aimed at inspiring and motivating you as you make decisions to take you to the next level in your business, career, and life. Our guest today is Ms. Zakia Mills, Managing Director of the ZM Group of Companies. Be ready for when opportunities come. So even though it may be a slow time for some businesses, now is the time for you to strategize. We have with us this evening uh, Ms. Zakia Mills, Managing Director of ZM Group of Companies. Welcome, Zakia. How are you this evening? I am good. Thanks for having me, Beverly. All right. Yeah, you're most welcome. Uh, Zakia, as the Managing Director of the ZM Group of Companies, you know, as you were growing up, was going into business always something that you wanted to do? I would say yes. I've always had that yearning as a child to be in business and uh, it simply transformed over time from what I visualized it to be to what it is today. So do you have um, by chance any entrepreneurial exploits as a child that you would have been involved in that you could share with us? Well, the funny thing is, as a child, you know, when, you, when, when you're in primary school, you always have these fundraisers. I was always the one to take charge because I just was the one to always be able to make money. I think it just came naturally mm-hmm. because I remember as a teenager, we were having a car wash for a church event. And at the end of the day, everyone is like, how come Sakia made the most money, but she didn't wash any cars, right? And it was just so funny because I met with people, I spoke to them, I, I told them what we were going to do, and everybody was just so willing to give me money and not let me wash their cars. So I, and those who were washing cars. So I think my personality and everything kind of buys into that. So when I have a great idea, it just happens that a lot of people buy into my idea and mm. it, it does well. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's, that's great. So you, you spotted that, that you had that. Knack. that answers your question. Beverly. Yeah. So you, you had that knack from early being able to sell quote unquote to persons. Yeah. yeah I think, I think it's, it's one of my, it's one of my gifts. I think it comes natural for me because even if you come to my business, it's never a hard sell. I basically have conversations and I guess in the conversation, people see the benefit in what I have to offer and they buy into it. So I never feel as though I'm selling something. Right. I'm basically letting you know that what I have to offer will work well for you. And I guess my clients see the genuineness in that and they support my businesses. Okay. I know I, I know it sounds kind of simple. <laughs> no, I know I'm making yeah. it sound mm-hmm. really simple, but mm-hmm. but I am a believer for people 
living in their purpose. So once you figure out what you're good at and what you are called to do, then it doesn't feel like work and it doesn't seem like work. And it's not like if you're forcing something, but it just happens naturally. I, I, I could buy that. Um, what I find is, is fascinating, frankly, is a lot of times people talk about purpose and they speak, they speak to one thing. Your in with your group of companies is ten different, is ten companies, right? It's about ten different companies that yeah. you. Need. A lot of times, yes. people, people think that okay, I have this one purpose, and how would you how would you respond to that? You know, um, being at, being having all these different organizations under your one umbrella, is there like one central purpose or? You know, yeah, because I I firmly believe that my purpose is to be an inspiration to persons who may have gone through some type of trauma or trial in their life and to guide them along that way to happiness, basically, and living the life of their dreams. So that would vary for many different people. But when I look, it doesn't matter really what element of the business, everything is about making that client feel more empowered and making them feel better about themselves. Mm. So whether I'm dressing you in the image business, I'm coaching you in the coaching business, whether we're doing stuff um, to build your business, whatever it, it is, it's all about that inspiration and upliftment. So positivity right around. Okay, I get you. I get you. And I think <laughs> that's, that, no, that's, a, that's, that's important because, you know, people looking for this one thing, you know, as, as though yeah. there's this one thing and really and truly, yeah. there could be many things, but surrounding mm-hmm. one purpose, you know. That, exactly. As, as you've exactly. And, and one, one thing that came to my mind when I was part of the Steve Harvey Success Institute, one point he made to us was his main um, gift is telling jokes. So whether he's on Family Feud, Little Big Shot, the Steve Harvey show, it may look like different things to different people, but it has that core fundamental of him telling jokes so sometimes we think that it needs to be one thing and this one thing would look this one way and it doesn't necessarily be like that so I could be your hairstylist or trichologist but when you are in my chair I am inspiring you to be the best you can be to live your best life it just comes natural Right. So it doesn't necessarily, for some people, they may think that that would only look like me writing books or me speaking at public and engagements. But yes, I do that too, but it doesn't only look like that. I hear you. I think that's a very important <laughs> No, no, that's very important because people, you know, people need to understand that, you know, perception is so important and how you perceive mm-hmm. things really guides how everything else unfolds around you. You know, in your career, what what would you 
so yeah, some key highlights in terms of, you know, along the way to where you are right now as managing director. What would you say, if you had to name a couple of key highlights, what would they be? Key highlights. Key highlights for me would have been what I consider um, critical milestones. Mm-hmm. And uh, for example, my first, first job in 2004 as I graduated university. And uh, having to do that first public speaking engagement and literally stuttering and fumbling and being nervous and then getting to the point now where I could stand before thousands of people and speak and not be nervous. But that first engagement was a milestone for me because... I learned so much from that experience. I know sometimes some people think that critical milestones are only the positive things, but Mm -hmm. um, things may happen along the way that would be lessons and we learn from these lessons. So sometimes we beat up upon ourselves because something may not have gone the way that we hoped it would have gone. But my mindset is what was learned from this? How can I improve on this? So moving up the corporate ladder very quickly was another for me. And that was because I was always very focused and self-motivated and self-driven. And I put so much detail into what I was doing that you found that in whatever job I worked at, persons, there may be others to do it, but they would always ask for Zakia to do it. And why it's because it's that attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Um, another would be 2012, taking that big risk to step out of the corporate arena to go full time in my business. I see that as a major milestone because I was at a point in my career where I was earning a very good income. I could live comfortable, but I felt as though something was missing. I took that risk after doing my own market survey, I would call it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But my market survey, back then, I wanted to launch out full-time in my hair business, but I wanted to test the market to see if it was ready for what I had to offer. So I held a hair show Mm -hmm. and doing that hair show, the venue was sold out completely. There were 800 people that I could not accommodate and doing that show signaled to me that now was the right time to make my move because the market was ready for what I had to offer in business. It would be, after 2012, getting into business full-time. And it wasn't easy. By all means, it was not easy. It was a lot of late nights, a lot of work in the early stages. Now, I do not work as many long hours. um, But back in 2012, 2013, 2014, there was a lot of that. Um, 2015 and 2016, were great um, for me in the sense that I traveled a lot. I did a lot of speaking engagements. I interacted with 
um, so many persons on an international level, whereby it kind of broadened my scope and my perspective on things. And even now, during this COVID period, for some people, it may be doom and gloom, but for me, it's another milestone because so many things I wanted to implement in my business and I could not get it implemented because, for example, some clients may not necessarily want to do certain things like online purchases or online mm -hmm. bank transfers, receiving products via mail. And because of COVID, right. I would have been doing online consultations for my international clients in the US and the UK. My local customers, they always want to come in person. Mm -hmm. And this is something which I wanted to do more of online. And COVID allowed it to happen. Because right. of the pandemic, I was able to do a lot more virtual consultations for local customers. I was able to ship more products out, have less people come into the physical office. So, yes, COVID had a different kind of impact for different businesses. But for my business, it did for me what I was trying to do for so many years. It, it made it a lot easier. So now when I tell clients, oh, no, you don't have to come in store. You can make the transfer online and we'll ship the products out to you. They are more receptive now because that is, in fact, the new normal. I think, I think what, is, what is key here is that even though you might not have known it because you had a, a vision for, mm -hmm. and a plan that you wanted to do these things, then you were able to grasp the opportunity. It's not as yes. though, you know, it happened and then you say, oh, God, you know, I could do this. But it's something that you wanted to do. And then the environment permitted it to be done. And you were Correct. ready. Yeah. You yes. were ready to, to grasp that opportunity. In terms of... So, so it's always important to be, to be ready. Yes. Be, be ready for when opportunities come. So even though it may be a, a slow time for some businesses, now is the time for you to strategize and put different systems in place. So when things pick up, it's easier for you to just flow. Yes, yes. And I think, I think you, you, you talked about your mindset a little while ago in terms of you look at what you can learn, which is basically speaking to you know, the term growth mindset that was made popular yeah. by this lady, Garel Dweck. And, you know, that is really something that you really need, especially in life and especially when you're in a business, especially in this kind of environment, you know, yeah. especially because otherwise you're just going to, you know, the world is going to fall in and you are just going to basically die, you know, for whatever yeah. better word. <laughs> in terms of constraints, you know, things that might have, that could have held you back that you had to address along your journey. Um, if you had to identify just two, you know, what were they and how were you able to, to address them? I mean, you mentioned COVID, which that was everybody's constraints and still is actually. Um, yeah. I don't know if, if you have um, yeah. maybe two others that, that you can mention, constraints that you well, had to definitely. address. Definitely. <laughs> you, you, you cannot, yes, you mm -hmm. definitely, you cannot be trans parent and 
say that you run a successful business and never had challenges. Mm. I had my fair share of challenges mm. and setbacks. Mm. And the two major ones for me, mm -hmm. one, going through a divorce in, in January of 2017, Mm -hmm. after I launched my book in December of 2016. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that mm -hmm. in itself was a major setback because my book was titled, in fact, my book is titled Uncovering You, Guide to Living the Life of Your Dreams. And here I am okay. coaching couples, coaching couples and showing people how to live this life. and then my so-called perfect life just fell apart. <laughs> and oh I can laugh about it now. Uh -huh. I can laugh about it now. But January of 2017, after I launched my book in December of 2016, I didn't even want to sell anybody my book after that. <laughs> right. No, no. Yeah. After I put so much into it. And listen, it's, it's my clients and persons who were so interested in reading my book. Mm -hmm. They were the ones who like, no, we still want it. And that's how the books were sold. Now, mm -hmm. right now, I'm, I'm actually working on another version of, of that book because a lot of elements in it still very relevant, but I'm in a different season of my life right now. Mm -hmm. So I've recently remarried and all of that. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm in a different season. So I'm adding on additional chapters okay. to the original, to the original book. Mm -hmm. So going through divorce was a major setback because yes, when you, when you're in business and you have a partner and you start doing so many things together, when you start now having to, to carry that, load all alone it takes a little bit in fact it takes a lot of adjusting and adapting um to how single life used to be mm -hmm. and that would have been 2017 and then just as i was getting over that in 20 in october of 2018 someone who was very close to me, a family member who I took into my business, trained up basically with the intention that they can more or less run things when I'm not here. Mm -hmm. That person duplicated my major income earner. Right. And, and it wasn't one where I was told, well, I want to do my own thing. So we're parting ways. It, it was a simple matter of them coming to work today and not coming to work tomorrow. And then me hearing that a business was set up. So that in itself would have crushed me emotionally. And I think mm -hmm. it took me a bit longer to recover from that than it took me to recover from my divorce. So I would say that those two were the two major setbacks for me. Anything else after those two things were like, baby. How did you, you know, those are major, those are major events, yeah. right? There's no way. Major, major, major. You know, how did, major. how did you come back from that? How did you, I mean, what would you, First yeah, off, how did you come back? <laughs> yeah. 
I would tell I would tell people it's only by the grace of God. Only God. Listen, I honestly I let everybody know. Yes, I am a an entrepreneur, but I am a, I am a believer. I don't know how people can get by without knowing, loving, and trusting God. First off, so it's only having faith in God. I knew that I would have been okay because I said, Lord, what is the lesson? or lessons that you want me to learn from these experiences. And of course, I would have gone through the whole emotion because you have to allow yourself to grieve. Mm -hmm. So I would have gone through the, gone through the moments of, of crying. I would have gone through the moments of feeling down or feeling sad. But at the end of the day, after all of that, I knew I had to pick myself up and keep going because there were lessons to be learned. Mm -hmm. There were lessons... To, to learn. So, so to this day, when I look at, and when my business was duplicated, that happened around the time when I had just taken all my money. I emptied my bank account and was left with 63 cents. And that was done to launch my product line. Hmm. So I have a full facial line, bath and body line and hair care line. And I took everything I had and invested it in that project. And I felt as though this is something, if God is leading me in this direction, this is something I can in fact do mm. because even though I would not have any savings or reserves, my income coming in would have been sufficient to sustain the business until the products launched and we started generating, you know, some of the money that we would have spent. Mm. So that did not go as planned. It was a struggle financially. But even though it was a struggle financially, in the back of my mind, I always said, was that looking, it was to look at it from the stance of, I took a business risk. And I took a business risk, which was a very calculated risk because I was creating a, a hair care line and I own salons. Mm. I'm creating a facial line and bath and body line and I own a spa. So it wasn't just me putting money out into things that wasn't um, well thought out and mm. sustainable. It's just that there was some unfortunate results coming from that but at the end of the day you know when I sat down and I praised God in a way that I don't think I ever did before mm. and it was during that COVID period when the country was locked down and I realized at that point in time I launched I used all my money in 2018 the products was launched in March of 2019. And here we are, March of 2020, with the country being shut down <laughs> and spas can't open and salons can't mm -hmm. open and I can't have that physical contact with customers. However, the product line, which I used all my money to mm -hmm. manufacture, was now being shipped out to homes. So these very same customers who I would have been in touch with physically, and I could no longer be physically in touch with them, right. would not receive my products at home and get things done for themselves. That 
is only God. You're sure because right. none of us saw <laughs> none of us saw COVID coming. Yeah. But it's almost as though that was preparation for what came. Mm-hmm. And that is how I saw it. And that is why I believe that having that positive mindset is the way that you look at things and the way that you process things. Right. So even though it may not have started off in the way that it in, I intended it to, mm-hmm. I saw God work in spite of. So yes, with COVID, things are tight financially, but the reality is I have my product line, my customers love it, and it is selling. So even when customers are, are skeptical and, and they're like, oh my gosh, I want to get a facial, but it's COVID and I don't want to come, and I'm like, don't worry. Mm-hmm. I could give you my fix-up facial system and I'll tell you what to do at home, and you would get the same results as if you came to me to get it done. That's, that's the that's, only way. That is powerful. That is powerful. So yes. at no at no point, no at no point were you, um, what should I say, left left out in the ocean for want of a better term, or left out in the desert, um, without an oasis. But, but I felt a, that way. But yes. I felt that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would have felt that way. But but you know it. Because you see the the whole power of positive, and sometimes people people think when you say think positive that you mean ignore negative, which is not what you mean. You know, um, it it is not it's not no. just say everything is hunky dory and go along the merry way. That's not it. But sometimes that's what people hear. You know, when when you say that, when yeah. you say when you say that, and it's really all about the perspective and 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 what am I learning? As you said, what are the lessons? Yes, you know what but, are the lessons to be learned from this? There's there is always a lesson every time you are going through a difficult moment, whether in your career or your personal life. Sit back and watch. There is always some growth taking place. There's always a lesson to be learned, and there's always progression afterwards. Always preach. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, Zakia. Um, you know, you you spoke about being um a self motivated individual, um, and of course you have your faith in God, which has guided you and continues to guide you. If it is you had to say, in terms of the strengths, if you had to narrow it down to maybe three key strengths that you would say have helped you on your journey so far. What would you say that? What would you, how would you classify that? What would you name those three strengths? One would be optimism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and I remember one of my image colleagues in Atlanta said, you are the most optimistic person I have ever met. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm very optimistic because for me, everything happens for a reason and good will come out of it. Mm-hmm. Some good will come out of it. Another strength of mine would be my strength. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you understand what, 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 mm-hmm. what I mean. I, I am, well, I'm often told that I'm very strong and strong-willed, but I tend to not use the word strength necessarily. I use the word resilience. 
and resilience you know it's it's all about your ability to bounce back mm-hmm. after adversity or trials and, and i've had my fair share mm-hmm. in my 39 years of life you know mm-hmm. so so i would say i'm i'm very resilient so that's a strength mm-hmm. and another strength is my faith in god Right. Yeah. That's like the number one thing because, mm-hmm. as I said, I cannot like everything in my business life, everything in my personal life, I take it all to God. And I remember in January of 2020, I was making some adjustments in my business. And I had some business colleagues and they couldn't understand why you're doing these things. And I'm like, I can't really explain why I'm doing it, but I know that that I'm supposed to be doing it. So I was downsizing certain elements of my business. Mm-hmm. And I, I know I'm supposed to do it, but I can't really explain why. I just know that I have to. Is I trust in that gut feeling. Right. Right. And two months after COVID hit in a major way and things had to shut down and they were like, how do you always know when to do these things and you're always two, ten steps ahead of us? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, faith in God. Mm-hmm. You take it to God, you pray. And at the beginning of every year, I would normally do a 40-day fast and I, and I ask God to guide my year, guide mm-hmm. my business, guide my personal life, what is not supposed to be there, remove it, um, bring prosperity for me and everybody that, that I come in contact with. Even somebody found one of my appointment books one time. And she said, this had me taken aback. And I said, why? And she said, when I opened the book, yes, on one side said, if found, please return to Zakia Mills of ZM Group of Companies, number 44 Eastern Main Road, St. Augustine, Trinidad. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, had a note saying, Dear God, please bless every name written in this book. Mm-hmm. You know them, you know the desires of their heart, and if it's your will granted to them, um, your your child faithfully Zakia or something of that sort. <laughs> right. And funny enough, that is something which I do every year. If you okay. look at my appointment book, it's something I write in the front of the book every year. So for whatever names are written there, mm. bless these people. And and I think that is why God always blesses me even because when I am blessed, it's not just for me. I would bless somebody else and then I tell them, pass it on mm-hmm. so they could then bless somebody else. So it's like, it's never ending. Right. You know, right. so mm-hmm. yeah, that's what is faith in God. Yeah. Pay it forward. Yep. Pay yes. it forward. Now you sort of hinted um, at, at my, next, my next question I have, you know, like, you know, when you're making important decisions, how do you tune into yourself? You sort of hinted at it, you know, do you, yeah. Some people, you know, they talk about using their head. Some people say they use their heart. Some people say they use their gut. Mm-hmm. Some people say they use all three. They need to be in alignment. You just mm-hmm. mentioned there that, you know, you talked about the beginning of 2020 and, you know, mm-hmm. you making your changes in, in, in the business and, and you're using, you know, your gut 
Mm-hmm. Probably maybe a little bit of heart. I, I I don't know. You know, so I wanted you to well, just, well, you know, yes. kind of say how you know about say, making. Mm-hmm. Important. Yeah, so I always say that for me, I have to be connected. I'm always connected. So I am always plugged in to my source. And that source is my God. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't do anything without connecting, praying, asking. And when it's major, major decisions I have to make, then I do pray and fast. I don't just do things just like that. My my assistant, I was joking off. Um, we were having a joke about a few weeks ago because she came to the office and she saw some changes. And she came the following day and she saw more changes. <laughs> and then and then she said, if confused was a word, that's you. And I said, no, 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 wrong mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. I said, a visionary was a word. That's me. I said, look around. And these changes, improvements. Said, mm-hmm. I'm not schizophrenic. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's not like things being done haphazard. There is always a reason. Every time Sakia Mills does something, there is a reason. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I may not necessarily know the reason because it may not have been revealed to me as yet, but there is a reason. Mm-hmm. And that is why I say you have to be connected. Now, not everybody believes in God, but for me, that is where I get my guidance and my strength and everything. So I pray about everything before I do it. Before I drew my account down to 63 cents, <laughs> I prayed. And God said, use the money. Okay. Use it. So, I used it. Okay. And it's like, I realize that my faith is oftentimes tested. But when it's tested and I remain faithful, it's like you get a reward at the end. And when I say a reward, it's like you go through a difficult moment. So you could either choose to go back to what's easy or continue along that path. Mm-hmm. Now, you know you're supposed to continue along that path, you know, but that path we're looking, you know, the road ain't looking smooth, boy. It's full of bumps. It's winding. It's uphill. You're out of breath. But at that moment, you're crying out to God. Mm-hmm. So you have to realize that you cannot rely on your own strength. There is someone greater than us and you have to put god said cast your burdens and that's what that's basically what i do Mm -hmm. so i'm like listen when it becomes too much i said lord you said cast thy burdens so i'm casting this onto you deal with it i'm out of here (laughs) (laughs) and that's and that's my conversation right and i tell you i just leave it right it always sorts itself out it will always work out. And if it doesn't work out, it's because that is not what he wants you to be doing. So that is why I don't stress. Like I tell people my my hashtag, my motto, whatever for this year is unbothered. Okay. Mm-hmm. Unbothered. That's my mm-hmm. hashtag for this year because I realize you get to a, to a point where you realize, listen, I'm here stressing about this. <laughs> 
worrying about this and then bam just like that god comes and work it out yeah so then it's not for me to be bothering about it focus on what i need to focus on and leave what he need to focus on for him to focus on and and work on simple as that so yeah that's no that's that that is truth and it's being connected so Mm -hmm. yes i would say you feel it in your gut and that's when you're connected we know when we're supposed to do something and when we're not because you feel it once you're connected you know you know when god is talking to you yeah that's that's true huh? you know sometimes sometimes you know they say stick break in your ear like you don't want to you don't, you don't want you know it, 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 you don't really you say nah i can't go down there you know even though you know because and, and that is why you have to pray and say lord you lead and i'll follow now sometimes we might say lead but we still want to do our own thing yeah mm-hmm. you really have to say you lead and i'll follow and really give up that control it's mm-hmm. you cannot do it on your own strength and sometimes that is why we keep hitting our heads and we're not progressing and we're seeing others moving on at such a fast pace change the way that you're doing things know that it's not up to you you cannot do it on your own strength now <laughs> if it is you know i mean with all that we discussed and a young person comes to you and you know they they unsure of what part to follow um what to do what what sort of advice would you give them you know in terms oh, of the first thing i say go pray because okay. here's the funny thing, huh? Mm-hmm. I, whether I'm doing business coaching, life coaching, or, or career coaching, mm-hmm. I pray for my clients, right? And I ask God for guidance. And when we sit and we come to some type of roadmap, I would always tell them, go pray about it. Because the final decision is yours and you have to pray about it also and get confirmation that this is the way that God wants you to go. Mm-hmm. So yes, I may be the one before you and I may be very good at what I do, but I still tell you, go to your source. Go there. So and it just will go that people that come to me for coaching are believers so i never had an atheist come to me so i don't need to change the conversation to um finding out if the person believes in god because the people that god sent to me are those who believe in them yeah okay because that that preempts my i was going to ask you how how you deal with somebody who 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 doesn't believe in god but as you say uh, the people that come to you in since 2012 i've been full-time in business and i've never had such an individual and even if they did not believe in god they did not make that known okay Okay. and and i thank god for that 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 he i always say that my business is not for everybody Mm -hmm. i am not trying to to pull the masses i am here to inspire that few that would go out and inspire their few and their few would inspire another few and that is how you keep passing it on. I am not supposed to be dealing with 1.3 million people in Trinidad and Tobago and how many millions around the world. Mm -hmm. There are only particular people 
who are supposed to come in contact with me, who are supposed to be in close relations with, with me. And I just ask God to send just those. Right. No, no. That's <laughs> some, some, some people concept is different where they want to see a whole set of people. Mm-hmm. That's not where, that's not where, where I am at. I hear you. Yeah. So you, you people who come are people who are supposed to be there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Is there, is there any other thing you would like to mention that um, I might not have asked, but you think is important that you'd like to share? Well, I just want persons to know that whatever they, they're doing, put it before God and he will direct your part. And be open. Be open to receiving all the good things that this life has to offer you particularly because sometimes we may have had bad experiences and we shut down and we think i don't want to do this again i don't want to be with this one i don't want don't want don't 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 Mm -hmm. keep calm and be open enough be open be open to receiving love be open to receiving abundance be open to receiving all that this life has to offer. And with that, you're going to be happy. Happiness will come to you in ways that you never anticipated. Prosperity will come to you in ways that you never anticipated. And all will be well. Yes, I like that. All will be well. (laughs) No, I like that. I really do. Because I think that, you know, it's people don't understand a lot of times, I mean, and I think people know it on a certain level. I see it circulating on social media that, you know, what you feed yourself is not only about your food, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just the physical, the food that you put in your body. It's, you know, the, all of the, the things that you read, what you yep. watch on television, you know, the friends yep. you associate with, your connection or lack of connection with your spiritual, you know, your higher spiritual being. Um, all of these mm-hmm. things are what you feed yourself right? And if you continue to feed yourself negativity, then you will never believe all is well. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't. You can't, yep. you can't believe it <laughs> at all. Yeah. All right, Zakia. Thank you so much um, for, I know you're very busy, so thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, you know, for, for making the time um, to chat with chat with us this this afternoon and um you know i wish you all the best and and may your dreams come true and i know you are you're a firm believer in that so i'm just yeah. um i am blessing you as you i think have blessed everyone who would have heard who hears this you know this yes. this podcast that we're doing uh so that i would also like to extend blessings to you yeah Yes. And thank you so much for having me on this podcast. Not this little podcast, <laughs> but this podcast. Yes. All right. This podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Great. Thank you for listening to Tune Into Yourself. Three key points from today's podcast were. Always be willing to look at what you can learn from the negative experiences that you encounter. Have a firm faith in God and be willing to surrender to His will. Take the time now to prepare for opportunities ahead. 
please like, comment, subscribe, and share. Take care until we meet again next time.